What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It is Friday, January 31st, 2020. Can you believe it? And uh, maybe uh, we'll see if Trump is acquitted today. We'll see. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd be a little surprised, honestly. But they're acting like it might happen. So who knows? I have an example for you that I will be showing later in this show. If the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise, as Jesse Lee Peterson would say, in his incorrect grammar, <laughs> uh, of an, an example of a man, a male, who should be flogged. And I told you guys about this earlier in the week, but I have his photograph and I have footage of what he did that is flog-worthy. <laughs> but, uh, oh, him too. <laughs> That's disgusting. Oh, man, it's terrible. Traumatizing. If you're you're listening to the podcast and you're not knowing what I reacted to, say you weren't, or if you weren't looking at the screen just now, we showed you a picture that is very traumatic um, from Sesame Street and is another example why Trump was right a couple years ago to defund PBS or working towards cuts, budget cuts, of PBS Public Broadcasting Service, which is responsible for Sesame Street, which is a completely degenerate, has degenerated into a completely degenerate, evil, nasty, fake love TV show promoting LGBTQDQ Mary Madness, and the last DQ part is for Drag Queen. But I just want to tell you guys before all that, Equality is a lie. I've heard other people say it, and it's true. Equality does not exist. It's dumb. It's a stupid idea. There's no such thing as equality. It's a communist scam. Um, It's called special treatment for evil people who don't deserve it. Pushed by even worse, maybe, evil people. Blind leading the blind, right? This ERA, Equal Rights Amendment, You may have heard me mention it um, at the beginning of one of the hours, or a couple of the hours, to be honest. I think it was top of the first hour I mentioned in brief, and top of the second hour I mentioned it. For Hake News today on the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Thank you, Jesse. Um, This Equal Rights Amendment was passed by Congress way back in 1972, which is basically like no discrimination on the basis of Sex, which means, which means male, female. Of course you have to discriminate between men and women. Duh! Otherwise you're completely indiscriminate. And if you're indiscriminate, you're just going to allow evil to run rampant. And that's what they want. Um, so, I have a little dedication. I want you guys to be aware of this person who is dead now. So where is she now? You can rest your case, but still, I think it's an, uh, an important historical figure. Rest in peace, a belated rest in peace, right, to Phyllis Schlafly. Phyllis Schlafly founded Eagle Forum. This is a, I'm showing photographs of her if you're watching the video. Beautiful old lady. She's dead now, so she's not anymore, but she's... Hopefully she's in heaven or something. I don't know. But she's author of many books, including the recent one, Who Killed the American Family on World Night Daily. There's a photograph of her, black and white, as a younger lady, younger woman, with a stop the ERA, multiple photos, stop ERA, because she was against this Equal Rights Amendment, which is a fake feminist amendment to the Constitution that they were trying to push. To this day, they're trying to push it. Way back in the 70s, it was passed. 
In the 82, they failed to make the deadline to get more than 38 states to pass it. But now 38 states have passed it, but five states have rescinded their passing of it, ratification of it. So Phyllis Schlafly was against it. And it's basically this equality for women's crap, which is a lie. This equal pay for equal work, which is, doesn't, doesn't exist. Women don't do equal work. Um, and all that madness is just a scam to make jealous women even more jealous and more egotistical. Like Jesse said, women have major egos. They talk about how men have egos, and they do. But the women have major egos that is un, has been unchecked. But these women, they talk about if my daughter is... This is these are signs from way back when they were f- fighting to stop the ERA. A bunch of female activists, but and kind of anti-feminist females, women. They talk about if my daughter is ever drafted, it will be your fault. <laughs> Talking to Rosalind Carter, who's... I guess that was during Jimmy Carter's... Jimmy Carter's wife... Stupid wife, stupid Jimmy Carter is a progressive Christian, right? Um, and I guess that was his wife, right? The first lady? If I'm wrong, you guys can find that out for yourselves. But Rosalind Carter, I believe, was the first lady of the second worst president. I don't know if he's the second worst, but he was almost the worst. Not as bad as Obama. But Rosalind Carter, apparently, according to according to what I surmise from these photographs, was pushing this ERA, Equal Rights Amendment. Equal, ERA does not m- mean equal pay for equal work, is what those women were saying. And it's basically just pushing feminism. It's dumb. These same people support abortion, they support all kinds of madness. And this equal pay for equal work thing, you know it's a scam. And it's basically violating the right to contract, right to free association that employers and employees have with one another. It's basically saying, oh, women don't know how to um, <laughs> make, a, make a good deal for themselves so that they're making the, pro- the appropriate amount of money, which is dumb. Government has no business having any say on that stuff. So Phyllis Schlafly has been a multiple times a guest on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I had her on when I was producer, I had her come on to be interviewed by Jesse once or twice. She died in September 2016, age 92. I have this article shared by the Guardian, the feminist outlet, disgusting UK outlet, I think. And it was an article written by this I think notorious feminist Jessica Valenti saying Phyllis Schlafly Won some battles, but she lost the war. Newsflash, the war is not over, and if you're a feminist, you're a miserable loser. And one of the last great things that Phyllis Schlafly did was she endorsed President Trump. And uh, that was nice. She died in September 2016 before Trump was elected. At age 92, that's a decent life, I would say. It's best not to die, but if you gotta die... 92 is okay, I think. So, um, I just wanted to show you those pictures of her. She's a beautiful woman, or was. And check out um, Jesse's interviews with her. And he did a little tribute to her back in September of 2016 after she died. So, cool. And I have that t-shirt, cool, too. (laughs) But anyways. So, I'm going to get to calls. But I want to, just speaking of some of the, you know, this, this Jessica Valenti woman in that article, she made the point that um, she, Phyllis Schlafly successfully stopped the ERA, or was very instrumental in stopping the ERA. They, they, the Equal Rights Amendment, which is a scam, communist scam, to destroy the country through um, pushing women and stuff like that. But, um... She made the point that women working was another thing that Phyllis Schlafly campaigned against. And so-called LGBTQ rights was another thing that um, Phyllis Schlafly, just like Jesse Lee Peterson, has fought against. And women working has been a, a bad thing for the country. They've made, maybe, maybe the country's made more, brought in more money, 
but it's just made it harder for women who don't want to work because more people, more women and men can afford more. And then it's like ill-gotten gain because cause since just because you can afford more, then the cost of living is goes up and then more people have to work. So it's a mess or it makes it a little bit tougher for the women who want to be normal women, <laughs> not ambitious wannabe men type women. And this LGBTQ crap has been uh, increasing too. But you can't say that she lost the war. Because the war is not over until God says stop, right? <laughs> so, um, but I want to show you this LGBTQ mess winning, and then I will get to calls. Um, I say defund PBS, Public Broadcasting Service or whatever. And NPR, which is notorious, it's public-funded radio, NPR, National Public Radio. Disgusting people. Just far-left liberals. Just an example of the scum of the earth that's in the government, too. The government employees. But they're public-funded, in part, at least. They're also supported by donations. By dummies. <laughs> but Sesame Street... I remember Trump was talking about defunding all of this stuff, or he was cut, making cuts, and they're like, oh no, we're going to lose Sesame Street. And all these millennials, people my age, were talking about, oh, Sesame, I grew up on Sesame Street. Well, Sesame Street didn't used to be as degenerate as it is now, but now it is completely disgusting. And I've shown you, it reminds me of this Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers, it's basically all this fake, nice stuff. And I see it as, like, a rebellion resistance to President Trump, who's a little bit more rough and manly, around the, rough around the edges, I guess. He's no Mr. Rogers, <laughs> which is a good thing, because we've... I don't know what Mr. Rogers was like, but we've had too many nice people. Like my guest yesterday, honestly. And like most white people have been too nice. And now some of the whites are going to the opposite extreme, which is not right, but they need to be right. And that's what Trump is, generally, at least in his demeanor. You gotta love his personality. That's bigger, in my mind, than the wall or anything else that he does as president, is his courage, his just realness, and that is bringing back of masculinity. That is so huge, in my mind. Um... Show these pictures from LifeSite News, from Sesame Street, showing this gross... Speaking of blacks being used for destruction. Oh, this is a good one. This is one, an example of non-blacks, stupid whites. Here's a... I'm showing you a screenshot from the article in LifeSite News. Or Joel is, thank you. About this song, anyone can play, and it's a YouTube video. Of course, it's not uh, shadow banned by YouTube. <laughs> It's purported to smash gender norms for children's toys and, out and costumes, including the lyrics, Some boys like to play dolls. While the male character Grover, the blue guy, it, not to be confused with Cookie Monster, is seen in a purple dress. Isn't that terrible? And then there's, I showed you, and I guess Joel can show you again, these disgusting pictures shared by Sesame Street Facebook page of this guy, Billy Porter, who's a black man, looks like, from, from in the head, he looks like a male. <laughs> as, as the way, he looks male by the head, or however Jesse said it was funny. When he was talking about the guy with, from, with the father from Trinidad. <laughs> but then everything else down below, he looks like a female. He's wearing a... Like a tuxedo on top, and then a long, flowing, black, disgusting felt, or whatever, black velvet, I don't know, dress thing. Ugh. Nasty. And he's being promoted on Sesame Street, and it says, what does it say? Can you read that for me, Joel? Billy Porter bringing those fierce vibes to Sesame Street. Uh, fierce, that's as in Sasha Fierce. That's like Beyonce. And that's what they promote in this basically fem basically turning this man into a female. And he's playing along with it. And uh, fierce, you know, is like always a feminist word nowadays. Sasha Fierce, right? Isn't that Beyonce? 
lot of gays say fierce. Yeah. Disgusting. I'll, I shall never drink Gatorade fierce again. <laughs> but, um, isn't that sad? Breaking from LifeSite News, and I think this came out within like a week or so. Cross-dressing LGBT activist to appear on Sesame Street. And like I said, blacks being used for destruction. It's always, it's interesting that they use these black cross-dressers and transgenders and stuff like that. Um, promote them. It's like double trouble. It's like, I don't know. It's full, and because blacks, the, I think blacks tend to be a little bit more wanting to be normal, at least like, even the liberal ones, <laughs> and yet, uh, they're, the extreme ones are being used, and this should be a, it should be a disgrace. They should, he should be called out by the blacks, who are into the blackness. But anyways, it's disgusting. And it's sharing it on Twitter, and this is marketed to children. That's that fake love. Um... So, I'm going to show you this man who needs to be flogged. And we're going to talk a little bit about feminism and political correctness. I was thinking about my guest yesterday. Um, who I'd like to talk with more. But, um, and some things that he said about Congressman Steve King. Which was interesting, it wasn't even in my set of questions, it was just something that came to mind. But, it's, there's like a brainwashing on people. Anyways, let me get to some callers though first. F let me get to Greg out of Arizona. Greg, thank you for holding. First time caller. What's up? Beta! What's <laughs> going on? Hey, nothing much. I, I just want to shout out to DJ Arkansas. Nice. DJ Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Better known as Joel Friday here. <laughs> hey, I just wanted you to talk to you guys about um, calling out Trump on some of his flubs, especially when it comes to the banking system. Um, okay. The artificially low interest rates that he that he's promoting from Jerome Powell and then the Fed lowering interest rates and they're injecting billions into the banking system is uh, – creating significant structural damages to our economy. It's promoting artificial bar like borrowing at a higher rate than what should be going because the interest rates are low. Uh-huh. And all the inflation that's eventually going to hit our economy is going into the markets because it's just counterfeiting done by the Fed. You mean like print uh, like printing money and things along that along those lines? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I don't like information that. out there on the Fed's websites. And this is going to be a complete catastrophe when it finally plays out. And it's not completely Trump's fault. I mean, you can really date it all the way back to, you know, 1971 when Nixon took us, took the, took us off the gold standard and all the way forward. Every president got their fingerprints on it. Yeah. What would and, you advise Trump do if you were his advisor? If I were his advisor, I would let interest rates normalize like Paul Volcker did in the early 1980s. And then they shot all the way up to 20%. And what this will do is it'll soak up all that malinvestment in the economy mm -hmm. and bring real value back to the dollar. It will collapse the economy. Yeah. But the econ that's the medicine the economy needs to heal and to get uh, everything reset and then uh, all, all the resources that are misallocated allocated properly. Yeah. And he won't do it. And he's, at the end of the day, he's going to take the blame for it because people don't know much about this stuff. Right. I don't even and, know much about it. But I, but I do know that, you know, it does seem like propped up. And I don't like this, um, this printing money business. And I don't trust the Fed. And I don't trust, you know, the, the government and the world is run by evil. Yeah. And, and it, evil is both... Evil is both corrupt and incompetent, and these people yes. don't, yeah, very misguided. Well, yeah, go for Trump it. Trump is advocating it. He's out there talking about negative interest rates, and most people don't know what negative interest rates are, but picture yourself paying your bank to store your money. 
That's what negative interest oh. rates are. Instead of the bank paying you interest, right. you're going to pay them. Sometimes and that's what happens. advocating this stuff. Yeah. Huh? I said sometimes that's what happens in the, te- in the form of, like, bank fees. But anyways. Well, the fees for banks, the, how a banking system should operate is they, when you put your money in there, all of it should be there. And they charge you a fee to store it. Or they might, in competition, they might give you a, an interest rate to pay you so that they have the money to available to lend out. Yeah. But how the fractional reserve system works is that they keep about 10% of your money in the vault. And the rest is lent out. So if you get a run on a bank and if, if enough people show up right. to withdraw their money, they yeah, don't have that's it. the end of the bank. This, <laughs> this has already happened in Greece. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff you don't hear in the media. I heard, I remember anyway. Greece went bankrupt in what, 2012 around there? Something like that. Yes. And they were using, they were cutting up pieces of paper <laughs> to use it as currency. But like I said, anyway, I don't want to take off too much of your time. Yeah. Nobody, Trump needs to be called out on this stuff because this is going to be the, the catastrophic failure that's going to mark his presidency. Um, so you know, I've been concerned about to... that, too. About, I've been concerned that, you know, the economy is, seems to be propped up. People are not working right in general. And these... Well, they're underemployed or yeah. working multiple jobs. Yeah. And, and then the people that run these businesses are weak people. They're not... Right, and so they're not. No. There's no real strength and value behind some of these companies, and no. they're they're and then kissing you got up places to like California requiring them to have women on the board. Yeah, exactly. Corporate. Yeah, yep. all the ridiculousness that's going on. It's not helping at all. Yeah. So, man, I'm glad anyway. that you're bringing this up. I don't know much about it, so I can't really speak to it. But um, send me any tips that you do have. The Hake Report right. at gmail.com, James at Jason Lee Peterson. Um, and uh, uh, I, I would okay. be happy to help deal with it. Um, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me and tell Jesse what's up. And it, and this is the most, this is that, this should be the number one agenda on anybody, what anybody should be noticing. All this other stuff, the wall, all that is just a distraction. The real, the real damage is what we just talked about. All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, Greg. All right, thanks, brother. Yeah, thank you. By the way, do you catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson? Uh, I just, I listen to his show. Okay. Um, I should probably uh, look at that. Check it out when you have time. Yes, I will definitely check it out. Yeah, thanks, man. All right, take care. You as well. All right, Louie out of Idaho, not Navajo. (laughs) Uh, I'm stealing all Jesse's jokes. Idaho, not Navajo. Louie, good to hear from you. Not Navajo. (laughs) What's up, man? Uh, How you doing, man? Doing fine. It's good to hear from you. It's Uh, been a little while. I used to watch watch Sesame Street and the electric company all the time. Yeah. In the 70s. I thought, thought, you know what? Honestly, from when I was like seven years old, I thought the electric company was more geared toward blacks. You thought what was more geared towards blacks? I blanked a little bit. The electric company. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm vaguely, I'm only vaguely familiar with that show. It's just my opinion. That's all I wanted to say, really. All right. Yeah, Louie, good to hear from you, man. You have a good day, man. Take care. You too. Take care as well. You know, let me get to a couple more callers and then I'm going to talk about this stuff. You know, what what made me distracted was I caught Marcus Jones says, Hake only cares about Blatt's cross-dressing. He laughs when Trevor Wesley cross-dresses. I didn't laugh. (laughs) And forget you, you're not supposed to bring that up. (laughs) That's old news. (laughs) Anyways, um, let me get to Jose out of Texas. Jose, good to hear from you. What's up, man? Hey. I just want to, you know, say you're doing awesome job, you know, just... Thanks, man. Great. And, um, man, I missed it uh, whenever uh, Jesse has the experts on. You guys kill it. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, we're the experts. We're the, we're the one experts whom you can listen to, although not, don't, <laughs> yeah. just not too closely. <laughs> not too closely. <laughs> yeah, um, awesome. So. We're openly a bunch of dummies. Like, <laughs> as opposed to the the experts who pretend like they are not dummies. Anyways, I know, <laughs> crazy. But um, 
Hey, um, yeah, that was listening to your earlier caller about, what was it, the banks and stuff? Yeah, he's talking about how the Fed and the banks and what Trump is pushing towards with, I don't know what all he was talking about, with negative interest rates and um, artificially keeping down interest rates and things like that, is make causing inflation, and they call it like a bubble sometimes, that it right. will pop or whatever, and then there's a big depression or a recession and stuff like that, such as what happened in 07. And part of what happened with 07 was, I mean, I know that the housing crisis was a part of that, and that was partly pushed by Clinton and all these dumb yeah, do-gooders. Yeah, give out your loans. Hey, yeah, no, giving, no, no. thinking that every black person should have a house. <laughs> At Brown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I fell for it. Yeah. I mean, I had the money. Uh-huh. But whenever I went down, uh, I did a tour uh, in Korea, and then my 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 wife at the time, she moved back to her parents, and then I, I guess she was influenced by her mom. You know how moms are. Yeah. So then, and then all of a sudden, she, she depended on the renters, you know, yeah. that they're going to pay, and then all of a sudden, oh, you know, uh, you know she calls me, hey, um, we're, they haven't been paying, and now... They want to lump some, and then all of a sudden, all right, you know, let's see if we can make a deal. And all of a sudden, no, they're going to, you know, and then they took the money. Like, no, we don't want to lump some. Like, ah. Oh. Wow. So also, also, you know, we could have, you know, made a, made a, you know, agreement on a payment. But, yeah, so as soon as, yeah, as soon as, um, you know, they can get that house, they were working on it. So Yeah. So they were giving loans, but at the same time, there was people that were ready to, you know, to stay on course, and as soon as you veer off course, boom, they'll just take it. You know, I, I like to call them grabblers. Grabblers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah grabblers. I don't know if you heard that word. I, I I may have heard it. I don't know what it means. And are you referring to the banks or the people who are, have bought these houses? Uh, uh, people that are, um, that take, you know, that, that just take. that oh, okay. in, in all the groups and yeah. in all cultures and everything. They're just greedy, you know, and they just grabble, you know, okay. whatever they can. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Kind of like freeloaders, but even more, maybe yeah, even yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Nancy Pelosi, you know, yeah. Dick Schumer. Um, what is the uh, the Wicked Witch from the West? What's her name? Maxine Waters. Maxine with Waters. the low IQ. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. They're just freeloaders, you know. They're just like, give me your money, give me your. Own. We're gonna help. We're gonna help, and then all of a sudden. You know, you see them, they're they're pocketing their money. Yeah. You know, but yeah, people just turn a blind eye and I'm like, hey, hey, hey don't you see them? They're yeah. Like, oh, no, no, you know, don't look. They <laughs> pretend to be it. so generous with other people's yeah. money. It's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I like what Trump's doing. You know, he's shaking up the, you know, shaking up the government. You know, whatever he's doing, like, he's doing, I think God's just flowing right through him. Like, hey, you know, do my work and. You know, he's just influenced by good, and I think that's what's going on. Like, he, I don't even think he really, you know, like, understands. He just knows that I got to do this, just like this says, you know, what's in front of me. Yeah. You know? That's cool. He's doing a good job. Interesting, man. Because, yeah, with the um, with money, I think it's just becoming a, a made-up construct. Like, yeah. it used to be we base it on something, like, like, you know, gold and silver. Yeah. But now we have to just trust. So I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> now, now it's there's no like, wh- where's the standard? You know. So oh, I guess it's in, in whoever uh, creates it. Then all of a sudden, now that's just in their head. Then yeah. I call it imagination land. Yeah. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know. Now I've noticed. You know, after, you know, you know, um, waking up and stuff, that, in in your head and everything, and people that are in their head, like it's just. Make, it's all make they make up things they you know and then also the ones that know about it and you know and they start tricking they can trick yeah and oh my goodness but yeah man like deceivers you know Trump he's doing awesome he's doing an awesome job I appreciate I appreciate the review of how Trump's doing I am taking reviews on oh, how really? how you okay. guys think Trump's doing three years in more just over uh-huh. three years into his presidency. Thanks, right. man. Good to hear yes, from sir. you, Jose. Yeah, man. All right. Talk again. Later.
Let me quickly get to Rick, and then I'll I'll get to the rest of you guys, but hang tight. I want to talk about this other stuff. Rick, out of Hampton, Virginia. Good to hear from you, hey, Rick. Good to hear from you, brother James. Love you, brother, man. Just have a good weekend, too, man. I know you're probably going to enjoy your weekend, but, man, I'm going to get to what I got to get to, man. You know it's so funny, man. Um, Like, uh, we're just talking about some guy, his wife made, made him carry the breast milk and stuff. Yeah. Man, man, it's got that darn weak, man. Is that Sean Duffy? Uh, something like, this. Something he like that. Like he was a politician one time. I think he's like my age. Can you look up his age? I'm just curious. I mean, he has a kid. That's nice. <laughs> he has multiple kids. Ten kids, right? Nine? <laughs> Anyways. Sean Duffy and Rachel Campos Duffy. Wow. Feminist. Is that true? You married a Mexican? <laughs> I can't blame him. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What a shame. Man, I'm saying the man is out of his role. Bad. 48? Just like... When, 48 um, years old. 48? Oh, man. He's two years younger than me. I'm 50. Nice. Wow. Man, it's, James, it's like, man, when you have, uh, just like for instance, you always hear, they talk about blacks are getting injustice. Yeah. You know, if a lot of black boys had their fathers, they wouldn't fall into booby traps that they get themselves in trouble for. You know? I mean, most time when you have a uh, young black guy, when they don't have fathers, they overly sexed. Right. You know, it's... And the girls, boys. too. Yeah, and the girls too, absolutely. And and then CNN make them blame it on racism. Yeah. I mean, and they still are just as angry, messed up. And, I, and I'm telling you, I don't, I don't understand. You go to the average black person's house, they listen to cable nonsense news. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. They just, and the men, even the men on CNN are beta. They screaming. You can tell a liberal man from anywhere. They always... When they, when they, when they, um, it's not like when you're having a debate, when you're discussing, you're just trying to talk your differences out. And when you don't agree with them, they get to screaming, you can tell us a liberal. Right. True. They get to screaming, and I'm um, just, wow, man, I'm telling you. And, and I, I just get sick of hearing the, the unequal pay for women. Yeah. You know, you know, James, I've been working in the workforce ever since I was 18. Every job I went to, there a woman applied, she had the same opportunity was out there. I don't know what these people are talking about. And in all honesty, they're happier. They're happier not working, especially once they settle down and get to families. And that's yeah, that's happening later are. and later. The, I saw a Drudge headline that people are putting off having. Oh no, they're putting off even getting married until they've paid off their student loans, which is ridiculous. What a setup! What a scam! Hey, in that case, they'll, they'll get married at the student loan. <laughs> they'll be getting married at 50, 60 years old because some of these yeah. loans are 30-year loans. And guess who push college? The you evil people. Those? Yeah, commies. <laughs> they, push, they push college so hard. Yep. In high school, you don't even have nothing else but college. College. Right. College. Exactly. And you yet, know, and, you'd, uh, I, didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do in life, so what am I going to major in? I don't know. You know, <laughs> well, I was... You know, Jane, I'm, I'm glad that when I was growing up, they had a shop, and they pushed the yeah. They pushed the ball, you know? Yep. But today, with all these single mothers, they pushing college. I guess to make the way they can beat their chest. My college go to Notre Dame. Yeah. And then he'll have a job. And I don't respect that anymore. I don't respect yeah. people that went to Berkeley. They're some of the worst people. Yeah. Anyways, man. Rick, I got to go. I appreciate your call. Okay, James, love you, Bill. Have a great weekend. All right, you as well. Report. Nice. I appreciate it. So, you know, real fast, and then I will get to you guys. It's just interesting how yesterday, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, I said that feminism is just a name for what degenerate intellectual women and beta men have always been like ever since Eve. That's why Jesse's right with his, um, his, uh, Adam and Eve stories where he's talking about, oh, you could be equal. <laughs> you can kill your child in the womb and all that stuff. The things that Satan was, or, you know, the serpent was telling Eve. I think he's exactly right because it wasn't even called feminism back in the day, and yet it was the same thing. Well, I think the same thing is with this political correctness. Political correctness is just this enforced niceness, is a symptom of hate. Um, that this guy that I had on the show yesterday... 
I really would like to talk with him again a little bit more. Maybe even in person if he can. Um, Sagar and Jetty, who is a co-host with Crystal Ball. He's nice, but that's part of the problem is this niceness, this political correctness. And he, th- he thinks that political correctness is wrong, and yet he falls for it. And I wish that I could... I hate to talk about him without interacting with him, but um, he wouldn't associate with Representative Steve King, the Republican from Iowa, who's been pushing for a wall, pushing for English only. We speak English in this country. I think English only in Iowa is what he was pushing. He's been in the government forever. Maybe he is. Maybe he's weak. I don't know. He certainly seemed to roll over when they had that hit piece on him a year ago from the New York Times, accusing him of supporting white supremacy and white nationalism, as if those things are horrible anyways. But there's scaremongering about whites because he supports um, Western civilization. And others, Dylan included, have made the point that Western civilization is a sort of a dog whistle or is an indication of white people made it. <laughs> white people, for the most part, built Western civilization. But um, people are so afraid of talking about white issues, whites on the decline, declining population, committing suicide getting on opioids and becoming more and more degenerate, following in the footsteps of the blacks, but with their own unique little symptoms that f- come out of <laughs> them. Um, he, he read something in, this guy, my guest, read something in the Rhino Outlet, the Weekly Standard, which I think is run by or owned or started by never-Trumper Bill Crystal, A dumb guy, right, I think? That um, Steve King mentioned, basically, like he compared Mexicans to cockroaches. So what? That we ha- where is the spirit of the freedom of speech in this country anymore? Now we have this political correctness. Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to um, associate with this man because he used racially charged language. Yet he turned around and said that he's against political correctness, but he's following it. I love to talk more with him. What happened to that spirit of the freedom of speech that Jesse has, Trump has it? Cockroaches, comparing human beings to cockroaches, including Mexicans, that's how normal people talk. Aside from the fact that that's how Mexicans talk about one another, <laughs> they do. You, it, even if they didn't, you still have, as a white American or American, period, or a human being, period, you still have that freedom of speech. And you don't have, you shouldn't be listening to some other rhino outlet or any outlet, any third party talking, quoting you and casting you as, as racially charged or racist or whatever. And the guy qualified that he doesn't think that, um, my guest qualified that Steve, he doesn't think Steve King is a racist. He's not saying that, but yet he won't associate with him. He said that he wouldn't associate with him just because of this language. And he doesn't even think that he should be part of the new right. But he, this same guy didn't even vote for Trump. Anyways, um, it just points to a valid, this cockroaches thing, comparing human beings to cockroaches. I mean, you, you compare human beings to animals all the time when they're not acting right. It's very common for Hispanic communities to be a little bit dirtier. And then they're making a bunch of babies. <laughs> so... What's the problem? It's harsh or offensive words and name-calling and comparisons to animals. That's not dehumanizing. It's, it's calling them to become more human, more civilized, or at least pointing out part of the problem. And you, sometimes it's an apt description to compare people to animals <laughs> or bugs. They just do it. It's, tr- it's true. And uh, they commonly make communities dirtier. And it's... Jesse Lee Peterson, or Jesus, as in uh, the Son of God, they called people names. And they're, full, they're both full of love for everybody. Yet they call people names and they speak freely. We should do the same. You can't just assume that somebody is full of hate just because they compare Mexicans or whatever to cockroaches. It's dumb. That's why I call problematic. He said that he used problematic language. A, a D.C. word. A Washington, D.C. word. Meaning... Uh, Stupid, politically correct, communist word. It's designed to scare you 
away from associating with people. They shouldn't, we shouldn't associate with Democrats in that case. They all support abortion, most of them. Abortion is worse than calling people cockroaches. What's, what's worse? Killing babies and supporting the killing of innocent babies or name-calling? <laughs> and especially when the name-calling is, oh yeah, they kind of do act like that. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, let me get to callers. Because I got a lot of them. Carmelo, out of Orlando, Florida. Am I pronouncing your name right? First time caller. Yeah, you're pronouncing it right. I mean, yeah, you got it. Right on. <laughs> Good to How's hear from going, you. Man? Thanks for holding. Doing fine. Thank you. All right. So uh, I was calling because you, um, I, I catch like the beginning, and you were talking about the the L L B L B T B people. Yeah. Um. That like they're taking over like the programming and all that stuff that kids so they're getting kids really young. Yeah. And now so so many things make sense to me now because I just wasn't like I was raised on a like on a ranch. I just wasn't raised in like that environment where that weird stuff was like normal. Right. And so I like I, I moved down here to go to school and it's on a um <clears throat> it's on an athletic it's on a scholarship. Okay. And uh, like and I was telling Jesse like one of the main things they asked is that we participate in these, like, events where they do, like, charity stuff and they oh. do, like, speeches and conversations. And I realized that they weren't really about helping anyone. They are really more about, like, creating, like, a environment where they, you know, can talk about their liberal their liberal stuff. Yeah. And this one, the, one, the guy who told me that, like, he was a man, but he was saying he was a woman. Oh, he was saying that because I said I wouldn't, like, date him, that makes me transphobic and uh, oh yeah so i remember now, your call <laughs> yeah so now they have um they have this like fake facebook thing that they make for the school like it's only like the students here who can do it and they posted me on there saying oh look out for this guy he's, he's wow. transphobic and he's, and he's crazy dang because, and, and i figured it was like it would be as everybody knows seeing as i'm you know a straight man i wouldn't want to be dating another man right so i i didn't really think nothing of it but then i went to this little um like coffee shop thing they have here and i just i just wanted to get a soda and the girl was she went off she's like i'm not serving him what he, the he has hate <laughs> he's a hateful person so the manager had to actually come out and just grab the soda for me and hand it to me wow and, and the t- I'm just, so I was just wondering, like, what do you think about these tactics that they're using? They're using like um, scholarship incentives and yeah, and you know, just social incentives to try to make us go along with their stuff. Because I, I, there was a point in time I was really worried about losing my scholarship because of my political views. Right. Well, man, if if you lose it, it's it's their loss, honestly. But if as long as you have it, I I mean. I, I would stay there. I, I mean, I don't know if you're even qu- questioning that part. But yeah. you're setting an example. She's the hateful one, obviously, right? And right. as long as you don't take that stuff personally and just take it all in stride, you know that the world is evil and you know to expect, like the, the Bible says, Jesus says, I think, to expect this type mm-hmm. of stuff. And you're blessed when the world hates you for doing what's right. And you're not even you're not even self righteous about it. You're just being normal, <laughs> right? So it's right. I, I I wasn't trying to like start a wave or anything. Right. I was just saying, <laughs> for me personally, I'm I'm a man and I'm straight. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, I think it's just it's very communist what they're trying to do. But communism is not even the right word for it. It's just it's evil. They're um, the world is corrupt and it's becoming more and more corrupt. But if you're, like, an example of what's right, that can wake other people up. Because people are, there are people that are ready to wake up, I think, but that are just stuck in these mindsets. Like, there was a caller on the Jesse show, at the, I think he was one of the first callers, named Majar or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was, like, you could tell he was kind of into the black thing. And some of us who are, like, conservatives or we supposedly know better and whatever, we would be quick to roll our eyes or, or get in a fight about that. 
as opposed to just skipping over that and dealing with the man as he is because he's really waking up. And so there are people right. that are waking up and that everybody has their blind spots, I think, or most people do. So you just be patient with people and some of them, a, a few of them, <laughs> are going to wake up and that's going to be powerful. Look at Trump. He's like, he's a powerful force in the world or Jesse Lee Peterson or oh, different. Man, I, love, I, love, I love the great white hope. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's, it's, for no, it's for nothing else. Then the fact that he has the liberals kind of going crazy and yeah, got their panties in a twist. It's for nothing else. Yep. That. Yeah. I wanted to make a, a quick a quick point. Go um, for it. That I've heard Jesse say a lot about how uh, you have a lot of the, the like the blacks who are into the black thing. Yeah. And so other races don't really associate with them, and that is so true because my family is like originally from Haiti. Okay. And I've noticed that. Like, when I was growing up, my parents would kind of, like, try to, oh, don't go play with the, the black. And it's not because they hate them. It's because, um, like, we have that mindset of, like, this country is, like, so amazing. It has so many opportunities. And it's, like, a wonder to us, like, how can you be born in this country and be complaining about you don't have choices and opportunities and stuff because... Where my family comes from, like if you want, if you want to see oppression, like real oppression, where you can't get out of situations that you're born into, that's where you go. But um, to, wow. to Haitians who come here, America is like heaven. You know, the ones that are born here are kind of like into the black thing too. Right. Just yeah. the way, just like uh, a lot of people from like Africa or like the islands when they come here, they don't really associate with the blacks. They just get because three jobs. They see, <laughs> yeah, they see that. They see America for what it really is, a, a chance to become better. Yeah. But I don't know what it is about the blacks that are here. They're just, oh, this sucks. Uh, and I'm thinking, well, go somewhere else and see what it's like. I you'll think see, you'll, you'll be back. Right. I think it's spoiling. <laughs> I think yeah. a, a lot of us who've been born here, we're spoiled. We don't see the opportunities and we don't. We don't have the drive to even take advantage of the opportunities, a lot of people. Right. Yeah. And it's a shame that immigrants have to come here. Because think about it. I don't remember the last time I saw, like, a, a straight-up American doctor, you know? Yeah. If I was, Seriously. Like a foreigner or something, and that's odd. Yeah. That's a we're, good we're, point. We're supposed to, I mean, I, I look at this country, the greatest country in the world. We're supposed to lead the way, Yeah. you know, science technology, medicine, but these other places, they come here, they take what we have, and they build on it, and they go back and make their cultures and their people better. Right. You know, that's that's why these all these safety nets and all this spoiling stuff and these parents taking care of their children beyond how, how long they're supposed to is really undermining the, um, the natural manliness <laughs> and independence. Right. Yeah, like that's how and I mean, creativity. That's how, that's how we were raised. Yeah, you know, when you graduate, if dad comes to you and say, "Hey, man, look, you can either go to work, go to school, or go to the military," but the key word is go. <laughs> nice. You can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> and there was nothing wrong with that. I was just, I, you gotta go at some point. Right. You know? Well, I appreciate it, Carmelo. I gotta go, but let's talk again. Yeah. Thank you. I'll call again. All right. Thanks, man. David out of Kentucky. David, thanks for holding. Are you there? Hey. All right, James. Hey. How are you? Doing fine. Hey, uh, have you ever been in the hot seat? The hot seat. You mean on the fallen state? Yeah. Well, I yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I have. Okay, that's why. Hey, I'm, I'm just asked. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'll they did watching. the hot seat with us. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll I find out today. What did you do wrong in life to become on to be a guest on the fallen <laughs> How low have you gone? I guess you're going to find out. <laughs> oh, we'll find out later, buddy. Right. I know all Jesse's questions. <laughs> how old were you when you got your last allowance from your parents? You know what? My parents didn't really do the allowance thing. You know, my cousins had an allowance. I'm like, wow, you guys are spoiled. 
meaning a little bit of money. I normally yeah. had to either work for it or it was just, I mean, we didn't yeah. buy lunch. We brought lunch. So I would take the yeah. food out of the fridge and pour my, <laughs> yeah, make my hey. own peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter and jelly Lunch, sandwich. Lunches were 35 cents. Nice. Cool. The good old days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to so, be honest, actually, look, I was spoiled. I'll tell you what. If I had to live my life over again, yeah, Captain Kangaroo would be number one over Sesame Street. I remember that. Nice. Oh, I remember it real well. Yeah. From <laughs> from 55 to the time I went in the Army in 68. Wow. I, I watched the captain every morning. That is interesting. He great. He, he was great, man. Yeah. I remember Captain Kangaroo. He was all black and white, and he was more real than a, a bunch of that Sesame Street. Got a little, it gets a little too gay for me. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the colors or something. Yeah. It, there's too many little make-believe things there. Yeah. The captain just had two or three, you know? <laughs> right. His co-host, his sidekick was Mr. Green Jeans. Uh-huh. And this was great, man. <laughs> it was just, we, he, they created all the imagination you possibly needed. Yeah. You know? And uh, don't pick on us baby boomers. Yeah, I agree with I that, man. The baby boomers have their issues, but everybody has their issues. Yeah, no. <laughs> but uh, that's why I like this big, giant, smart TV. Everyone's all flipped back on, uh, like, the captain, maybe for for a couple minutes, you know, get a laugh. Uh, jump over to your station. Nice. But I guarantee you one thing, I'm going to find out. This afternoon, if you've been in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's not. <laughs> I appreciate you, it, David. You're right up there with the lady that, 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 that you're going to be right. You're right up there with the lady that had the CD tapes, the black lady, the, the <laughs> P lady. Oh, man. I don't know. You're right up there with her now. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm blanking on that but, one. You know that, that black, she's a rapper. Oh, there's and, I, there's we've had a couple of rappers, black yeah, rappers well, on the phone. Here, all we talked about doing one thing sexually. Cardi all B. The time. You're talking about Cardi B. Yeah. Queen Key. Yeah. Okay, Queen Key. Yeah. I heard she's pregnant. Yeah. Isn't she? You're right up there pregnant. with her now. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, she's cool. <laughs> Thank you, David. Appreciate you, man. I love. I'm just kidding with you, but I, I do. I'm looking forward to watching the show this afternoon. Cool. Thank you. All right. All right, David. Take care. You too, buddy. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Let me get to Lauren out of Idaho. Lauren, what's up? James. Hey. Hi, not much. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Nice to hear from you. Thanks for calling. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so I wanted to give a quick shout-out to our brothers and sisters in the U.K. for getting Brexit finally passed. Yes. That's nice. Nigel Farage and Boris Johnson are on the... Anti-globalist tip, same as uh, same as we are with uh, with Trump. Yeah, that is good. Um, a quick commentary on I think his name was Greg. Um, he was talking about uh, Federal Reserve and interest rates yeah. and uh, the economy bubble. Yep. Um, you know, to me, I just, in my opinion, he's just a sneaky communist. Really? Uh, so you know, some of the stuff he said is just completely ridiculous. I mean, not needing a wall or immigration reform before dealing with the with the deficit, I mean, um, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, I I've, I personally have a bunch of investment stocks, real estate investment trusts, bonds, used to have some mutual funds. Yeah. And uh, our economy is doing extremely well. Then the money that, that flows into the stock market just doesn't disappear and doesn't go anywhere. That money actually is used to build the companies, buy more distribution centers, hire more people. So the fact that the economy is doing good is not a bubble. The bubble that was created uh, that burst in you know, 2007, 2008, yeah. as you had mentioned, was created by Bill Clinton and Obama forcing um, the banks to offer um, 
loans to people that that couldn't pay it. Well, uh, Obama wasn't in office, but added. yeah, I know what you. I get your point. So that that yeah. was a bubble. We don't have a bubble right now. I mean, something like that's a good immigration point. reform of the wall directly plays into the amount of jobs, the amount of money, the amount of opportunities that are open to American citizens. Yeah. So to worry about something like that, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but like two months ago, everyone, including Fox News, was saying that there is, there was, um, we're going to be going into a deficit. It's like all these naysayers, including that guy, Greg, they want to get in these little jabs wherever they can to Trump and his supporters to try to make us think, oh, things really aren't going as well as they are. But me personally, I mean, I bought my house cash in three acres. Nice. Because after 2016, my stocks have done so well. It's, I mean, hey, it has just been ridiculous. I don't know if you have any investments or 401k, but if you did, you would just be flabbergasted at how well we were doing. Right on, man. You know, I... Um, so I, anyways, I, I just wanted to add that, you know... Thanks, he, man. To me, he sounds like a sneaky communist. I hear the same kind of stuff all the time. Oh, Nixon taking away the gold standard. The Federals are at the deficit. Yeah. Like I said, these stocks and stuff, there's not money going anywhere. It's the stocks. The reason companies offer up stock is so they can expand their business. Yeah. So that's... All right. Our investment into America is is strong. That's a fair point. I appreciate that, Lauren. Thanks, man. Yeah. I got one more, one more yeah. comment. Go for it. Um, th- this is for Joel. Um, so he doesn't <laughs> sit on the dock of the bay. Um, <laughs> my quick comment, it, it follows along with kind of the rap that he says. And uh, my comment is, never dance with big mamas or you'll end up like Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Fair enough, Lauren. <laughs> All right, guys. I love you all. Have Thank you, Lauren. Appreciate you. Bye, you too. All right. Yeah, um, I know one thing about Trump is that they said that if he had just invested his money, he'd be richer than he is today or than he was back in 2016. People were naysaying about how rich he is. But think about the value that he built by investing in all that real estate, which employs all these people. He gave, he provided jobs to people rather than merely investi- investing, which he's, he pointed out the stock market isn't just a fake thing. It also adds value to companies so that they can do stuff. But I don't know. Anyways, Kevin out of Connecticut. What's up, Kevin? Hey, how you doing? I have a couple things to say before we go. Um, yeah, the thing about like the, the Sesame Street, uh, crap. Yeah, Sesame Street. It, it's, it, it's, it's an indoctrination to kids. That's that's who they're targeting. Because right. The, the, the graphidemic in there is between like kindergarten, and what these parents need to do is that they need to they need to record these these Sesame Street, so then when the kids actually sit down and watch it, the parent can actually tell them, hey, you know what you're seeing right here is not really what reality is all about. All right. Yeah, that's true, and man. Thing, and the thing about that, I have I have some statistics from your. Uh, from your uh, your 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 best number one caller, okay, thinks that I have a dumb brain. <laughs> now, <laughs> I was looking on here because it seems like Donald Trump is talking about human trafficking when it comes to like prostitution and sex. Yeah, and I have it here, and it ties in with abortion. It says they did a study, right? That abortion experience, fifty-eight point three percent report aborting to make others happy. And seventy-three point eight percent say that they that the decision to abort was not free from from outside pressure. Wow. But then we and then and then you go down and it says and it also says study from the Brazley Institute found sixty-six human trafficking survivors had a total of one hundred and fourteen abortions among wow. sixty-six women. Let that sink in, and then it just keeps going. Yeah. And then not only that, but then and then it talks about now. It says that the human trafficking is 150 billion a year global industry. That's the disgusting. Most profitable form of transnational crime. Over wow. Drug trafficking. Kevin, I it's gotta go. I appreciate this this information, man. Have a good weekend. And they're making 90, 99 billion dollars a year, just estimate to rake in, and they're and they're and the profit they get off of these women per week is anywhere <laughs> from five thousand. To over thirty thousand dollars. 
Wow. And 71% of them are all women and girls. That's evil, man. Appreciate it, Kevin. Take care. All right, guys, make sure you check out Church with Jesse Lee Peterson as well as The Hake Report on Sundays on my channels. I do my, I do my stream from my channels Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. Figure it out if you're somewhere else in the world. And make sure that you check out The Fallen State, thefallenstate.tv. Follow The Fallen State on YouTube, Facebook, and all that other stuff. All right, guys, um, jlptalk.com for Jesse Lee Peterson Show. TheHakeReport.com for the Hake Report stuff. All right, guys. Take care.